Well, good morning and welcome to Better Life Church. Come on now, we're so excited that you chose to join in with us no matter where you are across the world. Thank you so much for this very special online worship experience. All of our family and Better Life Church family at home on this Christmas weekend traveling. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you're with you, some of those families, man, I hope you had a great Christmas. I know our family did. We're super excited and expectant, though, what God has in store for us today. If you have your Bibles, I want you to go with me to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua, just hang tight right there because this is one of my favorite passages that I want to share with you uh, today. But anyway, as before we jump into the message, 2020 has definitely been a year to go down in our history book. Like if you're watching this sometime in the future, just Google if Google's still around 2020 and it was a crazy, crazy year. We have fought battles over battles over battles. Uh, there's been some defeats, but there have also been some victories in our life. And that's what I kind of want to talk about today is the battles that we face, the battles that have come our way. For some of you, you faced physical battles this year. It's been a physical battle for you. Some of you, it's been a financial battle for you ups and downs and highs and lows when it comes to finances. It's been a spiritual battle. You haven't been in church, but able to attend church. You've been watching church online. You're missing your small group, not been in the community. That's a battle when we can't be in community with each other. Spiritually, that does affect us. And for a lot of us and for most of us, there's been an emotional battle. I mean, it's been a very emotional battle with us and, 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 and things that's going on in our world and emotion with anxiety and depression is off the roof. And it's just like, man, do we ever get a break with these battles that we have been facing? Some of you face battles this week. Just get to hang out with some of your crazy families. Don't look at them right now. You're sitting beside them. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's been a battle for you just to hang out with some of your families. But nevertheless, it has been a battle. And it's a battle that, as we think about it, that some of them are worth fighting for and some of them are not. But no matter what, some battles come in our life that you just have to fight, that you just have to walk through. And the thought is, can we even get a victory? Is there any place that there is a victory that we could see? Like, is 2021 going to be that victory, right? Is that going to be the victory lap for us? Is that when things really come together and we finally get to walk out of the battle and maybe face a victory or something in our life? I have no idea what 2021 holds. But there are some promises that I want to go on and start sharing with you before we kick off our new series next week. When it comes to this passage I want to share with you, it's a promise that God gave to Joshua right after Moses passed away. This is a huge, huge, you know, pass of the baton, if you would say, to the next level of leadership in Joshua's life. So if you have your Bibles, go with me to Joshua chapter one, and we're going to read this passage. It's a little lengthy here. Just hang tight. If you don't have it, it's going to be up on the screen. And, and what happens is you're about to see sometimes you feel like you're moving, but nothing is happening. You feel like you're going through the motions, but nothing is happening right? I mean, you thought that you couldn't survive this year. You've gone through the motions, but look here, we're at the end of the year. And guess what? You were able to hold down a job and still homeschool your children. Can I get a witness, right? You didn't think you could get through it, but you got through it. You didn't think you would win the battle, but you did. You didn't think you could get over the health scare, but you did. You didn't think you could navigate and wear a mask for seven hours at work, but you did, right? You didn't think that you could stand in line and only so many people can go and eat, but you did, right? You didn't think you had a time, the certain places to go to certain stores or how do you navigate jobs, but you did it, right? It's a battle that you didn't think you could win, but now looking back, you made it at least this far, right? And life is full of ups and downs, highs and lows. We talked about that, mountaintops and valleys. If you missed that, go back and watch that in this God With Us series. 
But there's always a battle around every single corner and you're never gonna stop battling. But what do you do in the midst of the battle? And that's what I wanna talk about as we end this year that we fall and fall and fall and battle. You're in a battle, I'm in a battle, we're in a battle. How do you, how do you navigate that? How does, how does God want you to work out the battles in your life? So to set the background up, this is Joshua chapter one. And the Bible wants us to note that Moses just died. Now think about that. Imagine you have to take Moses' spot. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. This is Moses, y'all. You know what I'm talking about? Who talked to God face to face, who's seen his glory, gone up on the mountain, got the law, brought the law back down. I mean, come on. Is there any better leader than Moses? Probably one of the greatest leaders in all the Old Testament. Moses, he, he, he had to relocate two million people from Egypt to the promised land. He didn't actually make it to the promised land, but heading in that direction. Could you imagine that? And now you get to take over being the leader. You have to lead the people. You have to be there and make sure that you protect and God and take them to the promised land that God had promised them. Why? Because God's promises are true. We'll talk about that next week. You, when God speaks it, you can stand on his promises. And in 2021, we will still be standing on the promises of God. I got to be careful because I'll get ahead of myself for next week as we look at this. But Joshua chapter one, let's start together in verse one. It's a little lengthy passage, but I want to set this up so you know where we're heading. Verse one, it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses is a, this is Moses's right hand man. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land that I'm about to give you to the Israelites. You may have sung some of those great hymns about crossing the Jordan River. This is where it's at right now. This is where God's about to give them the promise, step into the promised land. But listen to me, the promised land still has battles. See, God has promised you something, but there's still battles to face. In fact, there's 13 battles that Joshua is about to go to. See, we think the promised land, when God's promises are true, then everything's gonna be great. No, God's promises are still true, but you still have a battle to fight. There will still be a battle in your life. So he says, get ready. Verse three, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I what? Look here, promised. And God cannot lie, as I promised Moses. Your territory will, be, will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river Euphrates and the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Could you imagine that? God's like, I've got you battle ready here. No one will be able to stand against you. As I was with Moses, I will be with you because he is God with us. He is Emmanuel. I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. For some of you right now, you think God has left you in 2020. You think God has forsook you. You think God's not with you. If God was with me, fill in the blank, then I wouldn't be going through this marital issue. I wouldn't have lost my job. My kids wouldn't be rebellion, right? I would have my financial house in order. I would not have been over, and you fill in the blank. I would have broke this addiction. God, because you were not with me, you've abandoned me, you've left me here. In 2020, God's like, no, no, I'm getting you battle ready. I have always been you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And then verse six, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land that I swore, that I promised the ancestors to give them. He repeats himself. He's letting Joshua know, listen, I know you're kind of scared, you're freaked out about this, but I believe that you are the man of God, that you can do this. So verse seven, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law for my servant Moses gave you and do not turn from the right or to the left that you will be successful for everywhere you go. That's another whole story, another whole sermon. How do you wanna be successful in 21, 2021? Then obey God's word. 
Verse eight, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Talk about it, meditate it, think about it day and night so that you will be careful to do, obey it, everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. See, you probably haven't felt like that in 2020. You've been in a battle. You haven't felt prosperous or successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous and do not be afraid? Why? Do not be discouraged. Why? For the Lord, your God is with you. And I will be with you everywhere you go. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am God with you. I am for you. And I know 2020 has been a battle, but I have been with you every single step of the way. And I believe the Lord has, has brought you here, whether you're watching this across the world in our great state of Kentucky, it doesn't matter where you are watching this. And maybe you found this and you clicked this on YouTube or in a video. I believe someone shared this with you. God wants you to know, what do you do when you're in the battle? What do you do when you cross the Jordan and you go into the promised land, the destiny that God has for you, but you still have to face giants and you still have to face battles and you still are at war? What do you do? How do you handle that in your life? In fact, there were 13 battles that Joshua was getting ready to face that he had no idea that he had to face by going into the promised land. You know, I thought about that. You know, we're getting ready to turn 13 years old at the end of January. It's going to be amazing. We're going to celebrate. We're going to have such a good time together thinking about that God birthed this church 13 years ago. And it seems like every year there's been a battle, there's been a battle, there's been a battle. And I look back and reminisce on what God has done. And we've seen over 3,000 people give their life to Jesus. Last week, we wrote a check to write off. This is amazing. $1.5 million worth of medical debt in Kentucky and Southern Ohio. We were able to write a check and pay off medical debt, $15,000. We wrote a check. Think about it, $15,000 wrote off $1.5 million worth of medical debt because of you and your faithfulness and generosity. And God is not finished with this church, man. God's hands upon this church. God's favors upon this church. And God is continually going to use this church to be a beacon and a light to this region and reach this world. And I've never been more excited about what God is about to do. Because listen, when the devil comes out, you know, new devils bring next levels. I believe God is about to take us to a next level. I believe God is about to do something in our life. I'm telling you that it's going to, it's, we're going to look back at 2020 and say, why did that have, why is that battle? Because God has a promise that he is going to fulfill in your life, in our life, and in this church's life, and I'm just going to claim that his promise is true. That's why we're kicking off a series called Still Standing. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I can't wait for that series to come. But basically said, Joshua, you better get battle ready because even though you're going into your destiny and your promised land, I have battles that I've scheduled for you to fight. Scheduled. Like 2020 didn't take God by surprise. God allowed this to happen. Just as Connie talked about, God had prepared this. This is Caleb led us. God has prepared this for a reason. There's something that he wants to do in you and through you. Like this was, this was, God already knew this was happening and God allowed this to happen. And as God's sovereignty, this was his will to take place for 2020. I don't know why yet. I don't have an answer for that, but I can trust that God has a purpose. Now, the very first battle is the battle I want to focus on really quick. The very first battle is probably if you've been in Sunday school, a little kid, a church camp, you probably heard this. You may not know where it's found in the Bible, but you probably heard about the story of Jericho and the walls come tumbling down. You've maybe sung that little song. I don't even remember the song, and I don't even want to try to sing that song. Trust me, you don't want me to sing. But I'm reminded of the story of Jericho. It's the first battle that Joshua had to face as he entered into his destiny, into the promised land that God has for them. And that battle is something very unique I want to share with you that I think that the Lord wants to apply to your life today as well. And in Joshua chapter 6, we see this story happening. Listen to what happens. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, 
I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its king and its fighting men. Verse three, march around the city once with the armed men and do this for six days. Have seven priests carry the trumpets of rams of horns in front of the ark. Now, the Ark of the Covenant was very holy. It really represents that God's presence also was there. And, and I want you to march around with the Ark of the Covenant. I want you to take it around and around and around the city with the priest and the trumpets and the horn. But on the seventh day, verse 4, march around the city seven times. We know seven is the number for perfection, completion. It's time. It's ready. With the priests blowing the trumpets. And when you hear the sound, a long blast of the trumpets, you have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city, the battle that you've been fighting, the battle that you thought about will collapse and the army will go up and everyone will go straight in. And the long story short, I will give you victory when you follow out my battle plan. Now, this is probably not the battle plan you as a general, you and the army would have drawn up at this point. But there's a few things that I want God want to point out that I think he wants to point out to you for you to see today. The first thing I want you to notice is that he says, see what I'm doing. Do you notice that? He says, see, I have delivered you. You see, you got to first look at this. You got to see what I'm doing. You got to understand. Some of you right now, we don't understand 2020. We don't understand the battle that we've been through. We can't really perceive it. But the first thing God said to Joshua is see it. See that I've promised you. See that I will deliver you. You've got to already think it. You've got to already believe it before you receive it. And I want you to know, Joshua, see what I've already delivered you. Just like I promised Moses, I'm promising you. And I cannot lie nor break my promises. So I want you, the first thing you do is I want you to see it. Not just on with your eyes, but your spiritual sense. See what I am doing. Don't be fooled by what you see Joshua, I am up to something. Don't you wish you could see what God sees sometimes? Don't you wish last year, a year from today, and a year ago from today, back in 2019, you already foresaw what was happening in 2020? Then you could have got ready. You could have built your battle plan around it. You could have stocked it with enough toilet paper because you was ahead of the game. You know what I'm talking about? And if you have no idea and you're watching this in the future, just Google it. You'll see what I'm talking about, right? You wish you had. If you had a battle plan, like if I knew that God was sending that battle, then I could get everything ready, get everything in place, make sure the finances are good, the house is protected, the kids are good, the job's secure. Like, right, you would get, you know, move your stocks around, mutual funds around. You'd have been ready in position if God would just get given you the battle plan last year. If you already saw that the battle was coming. And the first thing God wants you to know is I want you to see. I want you to perceive. And I want you to understand that I am in control. And I know, Joshua, you don't see what I see. And I know you don't know what I know. But here's what I want you to know. Even though you didn't know this was coming, I was still working. And even though it's still 2020, I'm already in 2021. I've already planned it. I've already worked it. I know every battle you'll face. I know every victory you'll face. I know everything that would take place already in 2021. Why would we not trust him then? Why would we not lean on him if he already knows every single thing? Why? Because he is always working. God has worked all the way through this year. You know how many people we've seen saved? Like in the midst of this where the doors have been closed and we've been ministering to people online, we see people get saved online. We've seen people get saved in, in places where, um, uh, we, we, and, and rehab centers where we're sending the message out. People are getting saved left and right. Why? Because God's word is still working. 
God still word is going forth. God is still in control. God still has a plan. Even though we don't see it, even think the battle plan and the strategy is to go online and minister people. It's a strategy. It works. It, it can work. We didn't know that was going to be the battle plan, but it was, and God still used it. And God still saved people, and God still drawing people, and God still using his word to work miracles in people's lives. We just got to open our eyes and see and perceive to receive it what God is up to. Why? Because we have fought battles all year long. Now, I want you to notice something about this battle and this battle plan. It's a battle of circling. And I was thinking about this. This is the battle of circling. Going on and around and around and around with no victory. Now, I want you to think about this. I want, <laughs> God said, here's the battle plan. I want you to walk around the wall. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, not charge it, not scale it, not jump over it. No, I want you to walk around the wall. And the problem, though, when you walk around the wall is that you always see the wall. Let me give you an example. Hand that to me, Mason, real quick. When we kicked off the first of the year here in 2020, we did a series called Seek. And I don't know if you were here, if you remember that, we did a series called Seek. And in this bucket is what you wrote down that you're seeking God for and that you need help for. And in this bucket, I kept all your seat cards and prayed over your seat cards. If you were part of our series back here at the first of the year and prayed over these for you. Because really now as we end this year, you know what this represents? These represents walls that were in your life at the beginning of 2020 that you had no idea was going to be amplified on top of a pandemic. And you had no idea. Like I read this right here. This one says, my kids to be saved. That's a wall for your parent and you've been praying and you're walking around that wall for your kid to be saved. Here's another one real quick. Someone says, I'm praying for a job and for God to forgive me. Are you kidding me? You need a job and you need to be forgiven by God. That's a wall that someone has been circling around for a long, long time and they're praying. Here's someone said money, that there are heartaches and financial issues. You think that's a financial wall in your life? Healthy baby to be delivered. As a parent, you're expecting, and now you had no idea that you were going to deliver a baby in the middle of a pandemic, but you did. You didn't think you were bad already, but you were because God was with you. But you had no idea when you wrote this down that you were seeking God for this and God had provided. I pray right here for my daughter that she will come back to church. If you're a parent and your kid has rebelled against God, that is a major wall in your life. And all these cards represent, every one of these represent a wall in your life. And you know what's happened when you wrote this and you know what's probably happened through 2020 as you've been circling it. You've been walking around this wall in your life. How am I going to fix my marriage? How am I going to fix my finances? How is my wayward kid going to come? How am I going to break this addiction? Now I'm facing anxiety. Now I have depression. And you keep walking around this wall. And you keep focusing on fear instead of faith. You focus on the wall instead of his word. And God wants to do something in your life, but you keep walking around the wall. And some of you right now, you're circling around and around and around. And you know what the problem is when you circle the wall? You cannot get away from it. You can never escape it because it's still there. It's right there. You come home and your marriage is still in trouble. You go to work, but you still have debt to pay. You go this way or go with your family, but your kid still is rebellion. We can go on and on and on around the wall. And the problem with so many of us is that we walk around the wall, we focus on the wall, and we talk to the wall. I just wish I had a better marriage. I just wish I had, I wish my marriage looked like everybody they put on Facebook, which is a fake, by the way. 
Just want you to know that. But man, if, they, if I had a marriage like them, man, that marriage, and you focus on the wall, how am I gonna get out of this student loan debt? I don't even got a job. People getting laid off. I don't even know if I'm gonna find a job. Now they realize that you do everything virtual. Workplaces now don't need full-time. Now they're going to, now I'm furloughed. What am I gonna do now? Oh, my kids, they're at home, but I'm at home. How am I gonna put food on the table? I gotta be a homeschool. I didn't go to college to be a teacher. I don't know how to teach my kids. And we're focusing on the wall. This addiction, now it's drove me even crazy. I've been home all by myself now. time. Now I keep looking at pornography. Now I keep going to the bottle. Now I keep smoking the stuff. Now I keep shooting it up. Why? Because I don't have no, and I'm focusing on the wall. And you're walking around looking at the wall and you're talking to the wall. Listen, the devil doesn't have your honor for you to talk to him. And that's the problem with so many Christians. They want to talk to the devil. They won't talk to him. As if you want to talk to like you're having a conversation with the enemy. You're having a conversation with the wall that's in your life. And I want to tell you this. I believe that God brought you here today for you to flip that script. That you stop talking to the wall and you start focusing on his word. So I'm going to walk around this word going, God, I'm delivered. God, you have healed me. God, I am more than a conqueror in the cross. I ain't going to look at that wall. I'm going to focus on your word. Because if I keep walking, if I just keep moving, that wall is going to fall down. So I'm going to not give up. I'm not going to give in to anxiety. I'm not going to be depressed no more. I'm not going to let 2020 hold me down. I'm going to be battle ready. Why? Because you're for me, not against me. I'm in you. And if I'm in you and you're for me, who could be against me? You're going to fix my marriage. You're going to break my addiction. You're going to bring my kid home. You're going to fix my finances. I'm going to be faithful. I don't have to be fearful anymore. And that's the problem. We focus on the wall and not on his word. And I believe God brought you here today to say, get in his word. Focus on his word and not the wall. And eventually, eventually, that wall will fall. You just got to believe it. Do you see Joshua? Do you see what I'm doing? I know you think it's a strange battle plan, but I promise you it will work if you just do what I say. And so many of us 2020, we've had our head down, focusing on the wall and the battle instead of him and his word. He's with you and he's with us and he wants you to focus on him. What wall dominated your life in 2020? What wall was it? Every one of us have one. There's been a wall in your life, physical, spiritual, financial, relational. There has been a wall in your life that you have focused on, that you've been circling. You still got your eyes on it. And God brought you here today to say, no, you need to get your eyes back on him. Get it off of Jericho and on Jesus. Get it off of fear and get it on faith. Get it off of the wall and get it on his word. Do you believe that? And now, now, when you circle your problem, this ain't a defeated lap. It's now a victory lap. You just got to believe it. I'm going to be victorious in Christ. That I'm going to have victory through this situation. God's going to come through because God has promises and God's promises are always true. And yes, and amen. Am I going to focus on his word? Or am I going to focus on the wall? Am I going to keep having defeated lap? Woe is me. My marriage will never get fixed. I'll never have a husband like I want to have. I'll never get a job. I'll never get out of this debt. They'll never come home. I'll never break this addiction. Am I going to keep talking to the enemy? Or am I going to focus on what's true? Like this is the battle plan. And I think this was something fascinating about this. If you keep reading the story, God said, I want you to walk around and don't even say a word. I want you to be silent until... I tell you to shout. 
And see, that just really stuck out to me because I don't do that. And you're probably, if you know me, going, I don't ever know when you ever are silent. If you're around me enough, you just, just how I'm wired. I just, I just say things and talk things out. But see, some know many of us, we want to walk around that wall. We want to keep talking to it. And you know what happens when you focus on something? Whatever you focus on gets bigger. Whatever you focus on is magnified. Whatever you focus on is what's on the forefront of your mind. So if all I'm doing is talking to the wall, focusing on the wall, look at the wall, that's what's going to consume me. And that's what's going to come bigger. The wall is going to become bigger than my God. And so he says, don't even talk to the wall. Don't talk. Stay in silent. Walk around, go home and go to bed. Walk around, go home and go to bed. Walk around, go home and go to bed. Do that six times, but then on the seventh one, on the seventh one, watch me come through. And I believe some of you right now in 2020, you're on that sixth lap. You're on that sixth one. You're walking around and you want to throw the talent on your marriage. You want to throw the talent on your life. You want to throw the talent on that job. You want to throw the talent on that college education. You want to throw the talent on pursuing that dream. And you're ready to say, I'm quitting. God said, don't you quit. One more lap. One more lap. Don't you talk to that wall. You focus on the word. Don't you be fearful. You walk around in faith. Don't you walk in defeat. You walk around as a victorious because we are victorious in Christ as those who put our faith and trust in him. You focus on me. And you just keep walking. And I believe, I really sense this, I believe that God brought you here to watch this, to let you know that you don't have to fight it. You just gotta face it. You don't have to fight that wall. You just gotta face it. I believe God is asking some of you right now, give me the battle back. Because you took the battle into your own hands. You thought you could fix him. You thought you could fix her. You thought you could control that outcome. You think if you do this, it's going to take care of that. And you're trying to fight your battle in your own strength and with your own might. And God has brought you here today and said, give me the battle back. Give it back to me. Let me fight your battles. Let me go ahead of you. I am with you. I know you're going into the promised land, but you still got to face battles. I know you're going there, but there's still going to be giants that's going to be in your way. You've got to trust me. I already know what tomorrow holds. Do you trust me? Give me the battle back. Give me the battle back. And that's what the Lord's been teaching me in my whole life is, Lord, you fight my battles. I want to fight my battles. I want to stand up. I want to say this. I want to do this. And God's like, give me the battle. Let me fight your battles. You can't do this on your own. And the faster you surrender that back, say, God, here's my marriage. Here's my kids. Here's my finances. Here's my health. Here's my fear. Here's my anxiety. Here's my depression. Here's what's bothering me. Here's my wall. I'm going to give it to you. God's like, finally, that's what I've been waiting on. Let me fight your battles. You focus on me. You stay in the word and let me fight the battle. And the, really the point I want to I make this as we lead into the, the new year's is stop focusing on the problem and start focusing on his promises because his promises are true. Now, as we close, let's go back real quick to Joshua chapter one, go back to verse five. And I'm gonna tell you, look at the battle plan that God gave Joshua as he goes into the next 13 battles that he's about to fight. Really quick, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna blast through this. I want you to look at the battle plan. Look what he says in verse five. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. So who fights the battle? God's with you. He's Emmanuel. He's with us. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I don't know what 2021 holds for you, but I will never leave you nor forsake you, nor have I ever forsaken you. I'm still with you. Be strong and courageous. Why does he tell us that? Because he knows we need it. 
Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors. My promises are true. Here it is. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey the law that Moses gave you. Do not turn from the left or to the right or from the right to the left that you may be successful in 2021 wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate it day and night. Stay so that you'll be careful to do everything, obey that's written in it. Then you'll be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Let me tell you one more time because I know you're hard of hearing. I know you're hard of hearing. So let me tell you one more time, Daniel. Let me tell you one more time, Joshua. Let me tell you one more time, church. Let me tell you one more time, you fill in the blank. And look what it says the third time. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid of what's happened in 2020. Do not be afraid of what will happen in 2021. And do not be discouraged. Why? How? Because I'm with you. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Did you see that plan? I'm going to walk you through that verse. It's not on the screen. That's what you hear. He says this. Here's the battle plan. One, know that I'll be with you and I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Two, be strong and courageous. You can, not in your own strength. But greater is he who is in me than is in the world. And I can give you the strength to overcome it because I'm an overcomer. Three, obey his word. Four, speak his word. Five, think about his word. Meditate on it. Six, don't you be afraid. God's going to remind you again. Why? Verse seven, because his presence is with you wherever you go. I am so thankful in 2019 when I stood on the stage and we said, we're just going to seek after God starting in 2020 because we have no idea what God's up to. I am so glad when we were at our high, his presence was with us. This year in the battles, we feel like we have been at our low. And guess what? His presence is still with us. He is still here. He has not forsaken this church. He's not forsaken his church. God has granted favor. This not, should, 2020 should have never surprised us. Lives are full of high and lows, mountaintops and valleys, victories and defeats, battles and wars. They're coming. And the Lord brought you all the way here to the end of 2020. Watch this, you made it. You didn't think you could do it, but you did. You didn't think you'd get through it, but you did. Are we still in the valley? Sort of. We're kind of on the way back up. We're kind of going back up. I talked about this. He's the one that leads us. I don't know when that mountaintop experience will be in your life, but here's what I want you to know. God wants his battle back. Give it back to him. He don't want you to fight it anymore. Give it to him. He wants the battle. He draws up the plan. He's the one that gives the victory. Since he's victorious, why not trust him? Don't focus on his wall anymore, on this wall. Focus on his word. And watch what God would do in your life. I'm gonna ask if you would just to bow your head just for a moment. I know you may be sitting around with family. I don't know where you're at if you're watching this. If you're driving, please don't bow your head. Keep your eyes open if that's you. You're not here by accident. You're not here by mistake. You're in a battle. And God wants it back. Some of you are in a battle for your soul. You feel God doing something in your life. But you not yet have surrendered to him. You're trying to be good. But you'll never be good enough. You're trying to be morally 
right. And I said this over and over and over. Good people don't go to heaven. Forgiven people go to heaven. And you're fighting a battle against trying to be good. And you'll never be good enough. That's why God sent his son. Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And he wants you to surrender your life to him. Because on Calvary, Jesus won not only the battle, the war, the war of sin. He will come into your life and completely forgive you of everything you've said, everything you've tried, everything you've done. So your life is battling with sin. And if you want to be victorious, the only way is to surrender your life to Jesus. And the greatest thing you could do as you end 2020 is surrender your life to him. And if that's you right where you are right now, you could cry out to him. Saying a prayer doesn't save you, but your lips can proclaim what your heart declares. And if your heart declares that Jesus Christ is Lord, then please, I beg you, give your life to him while there's still time. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe you came for me. I believe you died for me. I believe you got up out of the grave for me. And I'm tired of battling for my soul. I'm going to give it to you. Forgive me of my sin. Now come into my life. I believe God's promises. I believe it's true. I believe that God's word says whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I believe if you just called upon his name with a pure heart, a sincere heart, God just adopted you into his family. We would love for you to let us know that as we end 2020, that we can celebrate that God is still saving people. For the rest of us, you're in a battle. You need to let it go. Let him fight it. Let him walk it out. He's the commander in chief. He draws up the plan. He executes the plan. Guess what? He also the one that gives the victories. So let's just trust him. No longer I'm gonna focus on the wall. I'm going to focus on his word. And for some of you, as you end 2020, that's what you need to know. Now you come back next week. You jump back online. You come back in person. And we're going to talk about what promises can we stand on. Even though we have no idea what 2021 holds, we know this. His promises are true. His promises are yes and amen. So if I'm going to stand, I'm going to stand on his promises. Father, thank you so much for your love. Thank you so much for your mercy, your grace, your provision, your promises. What a year it's been. God, we've had some major battles, every one of us, but we're still standing. We're still walking. And now today our perspective has changed. We're not on a defeated lap. We're actually on a victory lap. And we ain't gonna stop. 
until every single person on the planet knows you. And we're going to keep marching. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep preaching. We're going to keep giving. We're going to keep inviting. We're going to keep extending your hope, your grace, your love to this world. So Lord, we thank you for 2020. We thank you for what you're up to. And even though we don't know, we can trust you. Trust is a choice. It's not a feeling. It's a choice. And we choose to trust. Here's the battles that we face and we fight. You know all of our hearts and you know which ones we're struggling with. We release it and give it to you. Here's your battle back. We'll keep walking by faith, not by fear. Not by focus on the wall, but focusing on your word. Not looking at Jericho, but God, we're gonna look at Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. For it's in his name we ask and we pray. And everybody said, amen.